Hello, everybody. Welcome. Today is all about storms. Wow. We got a huge hurricane. Hurricane Ian coming into Florida as we speak. And we have 7% interest rates. I know. I don't, you know, this is a lot. Um, I, I'm, I'm, opti- I'm optimistic on both fronts. It's pretty, pretty interesting news um, that we're hearing. Uh, the fact that the, the rates have now emerged into the sevens is, is pretty crazy. Uh, I think a lot of us knew that we were going to go ahead and see some higher rates and that they could potentially go a little bit higher and they could come down. I, I do think, though, that just like everything that goes up must come down. Just not sure when. But I don't think we really need to put a lot of weight on rates as far as what I'm seeing and thinking and feeling here in our Arizona market. Uh, it's, there's that old saying, you know, you, you marry the house and you date the rate. Well, this rate right now is a spicy one to date. I'll tell you that much, 7%. It's pretty crazy even saying that. Um, but when we really, really look at it and say, hey, what is the difference? You know, what's going to be the difference between, uh, you know, let's say 5%. If we were to say maybe when things normalize, do you think fives are where we're going to be? I kind of feel like that's a safe bet. Um, and if we're going to say, hey, we're at seven, let's just use a hypothetical number of $500,000 purchase. You know, you're looking at about, about a $650 a month difference between a 5% rate and a 7% rate on a... 30-year fixed uh, loan, one at seven, one at five. So $650, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big number. Well, let's annualize that. Let's say, okay, how can I justify that? Well, if you were to do that, you know, over, over a year, it's just, it's just above $7,000. So I think that's probably the first best approach to look at it and say, all right, if, if I'm going to be jumping into this market to purchase something, whatever reason may be, we can talk about that after, Uh, you're looking at about, it's going to cost you about $7,000 a year probably to buy in this once you'd be able to refi down the road when things settle down. Now, when you consider $7,000 to half a million dollars, it's not a lot. Um, Throughout the the whole explosion of of value throughout COVID, you know, $7,000 was nothing. We saw that happening weekly, monthly, depends what's price point, obviously, but it was just, it was regular business. Um, People were easily paying $7,000 cash over appraised value, no problem, no thoughts. Um, So it's funny how, you know, just our mindset in general on what uh, $7,000 would have represented to us, you know, even 12 months ago to what $7,000, you know, means to us now. It's, it's amazing what our brains can do to us, especially when we're, you know, start to become a little bit, uh, we'll say, pessimistic. Um, the reason I bring that up is because I think that's a good way to approach it. If you're really kind of saying, I don't want to buy this because rates are so high and I'm worried about what's going to happen with the market, um, I think putting a number in front of it and really seeing how it's going to affect you, your lifestyle, your goals, um, is, is definitely our first, a great approach. Now, as far as their inventory levels, this is what's really cool. Um, we went up roughly, I would say, about 4% since the beginning of the month. We've been going up 
well over that monthly since this thing has turned around. Like we saw some that were up 20% when it came to inventory. And right now we're, we're since, since September 1st, our inventory and what I'm looking at is, is active units. It's going to be pretty much everything across our, um, our multiple listing service here in Arizona. Um, that's not a big number. It's, it's actually very much slowed, and it's been, you can see it as I've been monitoring it, uh, which means, you know, people aren't selling their homes as quickly and not wanting to put their homes on the market, um, and buyers are, are purchasing. Uh, I think a lot of buyers are starting to say, hey, this might be a good time for a good opportunity, and I, and I agree with them, especially if it's a longer-term investment. If you're looking at making this purchase, it's going to be five-plus years. Um, I would really consider now and or at least sharpening your, your, your knife so you can get out there when the time is right and you don't really need to kind of dance around with preparing um, and, and, and miss out on opportunity. Now, there's a few things here. Inventory is really unique right now because you can tell the people that are selling have to sell. Okay, it's not like they're oh let's let's take advantage of this market let's let's go ahead and put the home on. No, there's things that are happening that are that are forcing them to do so. Now you can tell there's there's a lot of homes that are being put on the market that are just they need a lot of work. You can tell people don't want to put money into them because maybe the circumstance that they're they're running into, uh, and and then people are also dropping prices and giving concessions and. You know, there's there's desperation in the air from some of these sellers, and, and and buyers are capitalizing on this. Now, this is I think really really good because we needed it, but I also think it's great for buyers right now because you have options. You know, it's not like it was 12 months ago where you if you didn't have a lot of extra cash to pay and compete against other investors and buyers, you know, you were settling. And I can tell you right now, paying a higher interest rate for a small period of time is going to be a lot more worth it than settling on a home for a lower interest rate um, and that speculation at that time. Um, I'm sure there's going to be some buyers that are going to say, shit, you know, I'm happy that I bought, but at the same time, I really kind of settled and this isn't exactly what I, 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 re I wanted which is fine, uh, you know, it's just, I guess, it's all byproducts of a changing market. Now, as far as our inventory levels go, we've got new builds that are slowing down. It's not like they're trying to, you know, keep up with the paces of last year. They're building a lot slower. They're, they're acquiring lots um, a lot slower. So it's not like we have this, this inventory issue where stuff is just pouring in. And it's going to continue sending us in this, you know, this, this negative trajectory. I think we're holding tight. Now, <clears throat> where we are at seasonally is super interesting. Arizona's always had a very slow summer. Before COVID, when things were normal, our, our summer is hot. It's, it's brutal. Um, and especially if you're not used to it. And the idea of moving here in the middle of the summer, if you're coming from somewhere that's now enjoying their summer, their mild temps, they're not freezing, to move immediately into the oven doesn't really excite a lot of people. So therefore, it's always kind of slowed that front. 
And then same with people that, that are living here. They're like, you know, we really don't want to deal with selling our home in the middle of the summer, whether it be traveling, kids are off school, um, and just because sometimes the heat. So it's always given us this, this almost like little perfect uh, seasonal storm of, of just slowing down. And usually come the end of September, beginning of October, boom, we would see a spike. Um, a good spike, you know, it's all dependent on exactly what's going on in the economy. But you have snowbirds that are now coming here. You have people, kids are in school. They're now saying, okay, let's, let's sell and buy. Um, we don't have to deal with the kids being at home if we're staying within district. Um, and then people moving here. They might have said, hey, you know what? We capitalized on selling our home in the summer back east. Um, we've been doing a, a lease back or whatnot. Now it's time to move. Um, and, and, and we see that all the time. Uh, so I'm seeing that and I'm feeling that. And I think a lot of us in Arizona forgot about this. I think we just thought, oh my gosh, these rates, uh, everything that's, you know, outside of the norm is what's causing this. And we, you know, that we are not really considering that all the shit that we're dealing with as far as the high rates and the bad news and all this stuff is timed with, you know, one of our historically slower seasons. Now, the interesting thing about that is, is just how a lot of consumers and people think. You know, we're very, very short-sighted, especially when it comes to our memory and, and how we want to, you know, uh, prepare ourselves to do things. And, and rightfully so. I think humans, <laughs> as we evolved, it was, it was to our benefit to really think about and forget about bad things uh, for us to even want to survive and move forward. Uh, and I... And, the reason I say that with this is I think that it's just one more ingredient for if all of a sudden things do turn around, <clears throat> they're going to turn around quickly, fast. Uh, and then you're going to have a lot of these people that are, you know, uh, that are thinking, oh, my God, it's bad. And it's all these outside forces and all this. They'll quickly change their mind when all of a sudden they start to see people buying. And and, and once that whole once the one lemming jumps off the fence you know what I mean? Everyone's going to follow. We saw how fast things stopped. You know, the second the Fed started coming in and raising rates and all these economic indicators that were aligned around inflation and the projections, which just skyrocketed our rates. Uh, look how fast things slowed down. Okay. Now, think about how fast things picked up in the middle of a pandemic. You know, here we are, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. No one really knows what's going on. We had a pretty healthy market before before COVID hit. You know, things were definitely upwards trajectory. We had good inventory levels. But boom, all of a sudden we had all these, these, these things that were not natural happening. Uh, you know, COVID, this huge stimulus. We had very low rates because... Our markets responded to that. The Fed wasn't doing anything. So we, we had, shit, I think you could get rates in the twos at one point during the summer of 2020. So you have that that's driving forces. Then you have the whole new meaning of home at that point in time. You know, no one ever thought of their home was a, a, as, a, as a shelter, you know. And next thing you know, now people are saying, oh, my God, my home is my office. My home is my classroom. My home is everything. 
so the, the value on home dramatically changed, kind of absorbed all these other values and threw it all into one. Then you all of a sudden, then you next thing you throw all of this appreciation that's happening and people that are saying, oh my God, I made 50 grand in equity last, last month alone. <clears throat> well, of course, that just makes everyone say, I got to do this. I got to buy this. I want some of that. So you have all these elements that just, just we took off like a rocket ship in, in the summer of 2020. Now, my point being is, is right now we're almost in that same exact position that like really some really good news from the from the from the, from an economic stance nationally, um, but especially something that's going to um, affect our rates to go down, and they could. You know, all we need is is just those special words that are highly calculated for, from the Fed that are going to you know tell the investors and and tell the world that, hey, we've got a hold of inflation. Yeah, it's good. The second they feel that, rates are going to drop. And depending how fast they drop, that's going to really determine how fast things go up. Now, the fact that we've got this super interesting market right now where it's made up of really not that many. We, we don't, we're still technically slightly within a seller's market based on the amount of homes we have available. So, you know, to see... 30% of our inventory get eaten up in a heartbeat, we'll say in less than 30 days to, you know, 30 to 60 days is not unrealistic, especially if there's nothing new being added. You know, if people are like, you know what, we've made our decision that we're not going to sell because we're really unsure of this. Well, those people that weren't, weren't sure they already, they came up with new plans, so they're not going to be jumping to sell their home. So there's going to be this little period of time where sellers are going to be getting ready to sell again, but buyers are buying because shit's hot. They want to buy. And that's just coming from the, 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 the traditional buyer. We're not even thinking about the investor. Now, something that I'm seeing right now and with our own listings and just in talk and just it, people engaging me is there's an uptick in investor movement. I think investors are starting to see a lot of these indicators. I think investors are starting to really say, you know what, um, my risk tolerance, I can adjust it. And I'm gonna. We're, we're, they're starting to pick up, and they're starting. They're starting to offer more. Whereas before, about I'd say 30 to 60 days ago, you didn't even really see any investor offers. You did, but they were stupid. They were like almost like 2009 offers, or someone would just offer you 60% less than the list price. Um, but now we're actually seeing thought put into these offers. It's not just this arbitrary number that they're picking and throwing shit against the wall. That means there's confidence. Now, it takes a special investor to, to, to have this model. Now, the second that investor, you know, they start seeing traction and we see this tide change in our market, you have all these other investors that are just sitting and waiting, waiting for this. And you know the second they see things pick up, not only are all these buyers going to be jumping off the fence, but a lot of these investors will be as well. And that's the perfect storm. Now, if that happens, how quick are you going to be able to react? You know, um, and I think if you're not going to be able to react too quickly, and, and let's just say rates don't go to 5%, they go to high fives, sixes, you know what I mean? Um, but people are, are tolerating that and saying, you know what, that's fine. I'm looking at how much rents are right now, and they're almost right aligned with what something would cost to have, you know, a... Uh, 
you know, if you're going to rent a 2,000 square foot home, if you have a, a, a 6% interest rate on something, it's going to be right around the same price. So people are slowly being conditioned to these new rates. So uh, a high 5% interest rate might be very appealing. And if that happens, it's going to happen fast. And you will look back and say, oh, maybe this $7,000 that I might pay annually a little bit more, um, damn, that's nothing compared to what I'm missing out on. Because now I'm going to be justifying paying 55 to 6% for an interest rate, and things have dramatically picked up. We are, we are now appreciating again. We are, we are seeing you know, bidding wars. We might not see them to the extent that we saw it during COVID, where people were literally writing blank checks. Um, and not inspecting homes and and you name it giving them everything their firstborn um, but you're going to see competition you might find yourself in the position that you have to settle now whereas you might not need to now you know at this point so i think that's just something extremely important to to consider um, when you're really looking at this especially if you have a, a goal of buying a home and living in that home for more than five years the interesting thing about this whole hurricane that's hitting, now I have no idea. I'm not a meteorologist. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's about to hit. It's given the news something else to chomp on. We're not hearing all the other very popular things that we've had been being force-fed for the last six months. Um, and we'll see how it goes. I'm not someone that's going to say, oh my God, I'm think there's going to be a major disaster i don't know i'd have to say based on my limited experience in this world and watching news over the last 20 years and seeing hurricanes come through it seems like most meteorologists are batting 10 percent when it came to accurately depicting what the hell was going to go on now in today's news cycle no one's going to say well it's going to be a gentle hurricane or you know this this thing doesn't look like there's going to be that much it's going to be light precipitation. No, every freaking newscaster wants to say it's pure devastation, category five. Uh, it's just, it's going to be insane. And of course, that's what they do. They sensationalize. I don't know if the case, this is the case. The interesting thing about this one is it's almost making me think about in 2008 when, when, you know, when we had Katrina and you know, you remember how that really affected supplies um, across the country when it came to building supplies, wire, um, plumbing materials, fuel, all the stuff that, you know, is very, very important um, for building. Now, you look at what we're dealing with right now with low inventory, um, pretty much and everything still supply chain issues, all this, and then you throw a big hurricane on top. That could be something else that contributes to us not getting the inventory we need. So now throw that on top if all of a sudden rates drop and we still now have issues with building. That's going to make things spike even harder. The interesting thing is, is this thing is targeting right now. It's pulling right into Tampa. Well, lucky Tampa. Jeez, I'm not really. But not the worst because Tampa's leading the country right now. <laughs> you know, they're leading the, the country in real estate. Um, when it comes to holding steady, um, the amount of sales that they have, um, they're, they're leading the nation. 
So if they get hit with this giant hurricane, is that going to affect things or is that going to increase demand? And, you know, are people now going to be that much more motivated to build quicker and faster to, to, to maintain things? And are they going to pay more to get stuff from other from other states? So it's just going to be this whole big supply chain and supply and demand type issue that could fuel this uprise if it happens. I'm not sure. Um I'm sure we're going to hear. It's always interesting watching the news to see what hear what these guys have to say. I, I, I get a chuckle out of out of out of weather just because, uh, you know, I, I love in today's world on how, you know, we've got all this technology and we, you know, we know, you know, we know everything, you know, it's science, and, uh, but I look at my local radar and in in Phoenix, how many monsoons did they get right this year? Every time you look at, oh, we're gonna get a monsoon, oh, it looks pretty terrible. Oh, you better button everything down, and we get a little, a little bit of wind, some dust, no rain, um, and. Uh, it's it happens like that every year and i've remember that happening ever since i even lived in new hampshire it was a joke i mean the, the, the weather the meteorologists had always had a hard time calling weather um but then on the other side of it you know there's so many people that are certain and 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 that you know this is this is, has to do with climate change and uh you know and they know they know now not coming off as a climate change in our by any means i do believe that things are changing let me just put that out there people I'm just saying it's like our level of confidence and the knowledge that we have in a certain area is sometimes contradictive of itself, I'll say. And I, I look at that through my comedic eyes, and it's, it's good to laugh at those things. So there we have it. We kind of have this like little perfect storm of, 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 of ingredients to think about what's really coming. Um, now, here in Arizona, we've got we've got another little bit of uh, of turbulence, and we we're in the middle of getting a new governor. We're going to be uh, having elections here soon, so I think a lot of people are also pumping their brakes. They traditionally do um, anytime local politics at that level are happening. It does sometimes create some insecurities, and you know it's going to not really excite consumers to get out there and move quickly. So we'll also see how that plays into things so I think uh, I think inevitably things are good at this point but we don't know we're gonna find out what happens with this hurricane we're gonna know by tomorrow morning if it if it decreases and what's gonna happen um, and interest rates you know there's some uh, I think they actually might have even been slipping as I'm recording this um, down below sevens. So the big question is, is are they going to go back up? Um, or are they going to continue with this nice little trend downwards? All good questions to ask, and I encourage you to do this. So first, I definitely think uh, if you are considering purchasing do it seriously. I try to remo remove any emotion and, and really look at it and create a plan. Uh, secondly, talk to your lender. You know, Make sure that you have a good plan from that front on how to deal with these interest rates and how much they could potentially cost and what that number represents. I think that those, those two things in preparation will put you in a good spot to make some moves, especially if you are kind of like, hey, you know what, I'm waiting. 
And uh, if you're not waiting, I think this is a great time to get out there. Uh, definitely a great time to get out there and really see what's going on. Uh, see what's available. Sellers are offering concessions. Sellers are, they're taking well below list. There's a lot of people out there right now that have to sell. They don't, you know what I mean? So it's one of those things that you can kind of take advantage of. So another really, really good reason to make sure that you have proper representation. You know what I mean? You want to make sure you have a skilled realtor, whether you're a buyer or a seller in these types of markets, because that's where you're going to really see the value, 100%. So that's what I got for you guys today. I figured this would be a great real-time podcast. Got some stuff to do with markets, some stuff to do with mindset, and the fact that we, we got 7% interest rates and hurricanes is just pure madness. So thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Until next time, bye.